Hello everyone and welcome to Sagab. This is your host Badr Amin, author of Happy Life, Summarized Guide and Habits to Self-Development. In this podcast, we aim to find common habits of people in different industries such as, but not limited to, sports, investing, business, by identifying their mental and practical habits, routines, and recommendations for you as a listener to be able to integrate it to your own life. Thus, the podcast will hopefully help you identify what are the common essentials that contribute significantly and maximize their performance regardless of the industry. The podcast is divided into two parts, where the guests will talk about the mental practices, self-talk, and who is successful to them, whereas the other part is more into the practical habits and routines integrated into their daily life and their recommendations for the listener. So, please enjoy and take notes. Our guest today is Saeed Al-Ghaz, founder of RX Coffee Apothecary and Kitchen, Mirage Coffee Roasters, and even independent robotics company. Their brand name, RX, which has been used as a sign by doctors for centuries, stems from the Latin word recipe used to prescribe medicine. The coffee is designed as a traditional apothecary coffee infused with modern elements to create a hub for coffee and a gathering place. They inspire their customers through inspirational quotes of over 30 languages on glass bottle shelves and prescribe handwritten motivational quotes and positivity on all takeaways. Hence, share prescriptions that nourishes the mind, body, and soul. Saeed also likes to play tennis occasionally. You can find him on Instagram at Saeed Al-Ghaz, which is S-A-E-E-D-A-L-G-A-Z. This episode was recorded in RX Coffee Apothecary and Kitchen, so please enjoy the ambience of the coffee. I would like to thank Saeed for being part of this podcast, and without further ado, let's dive in. What is your one to three most gifted books or channels, shows you recommend? So obviously, limiting just from one to three books is not enough. Um, There's so many books out there that we sort of can't cap- capture them all in one sentence. However, some of the books that really stands out um, for me personally is um, The Big uh, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, uh, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari by, by Robin Sharma, and uh, The Four Agreements uh, by Don Miguel Ruiz. Personally, out of the three, something that has really helped me on my own journey so far was Big Magic by Elizabeth, uh, which has really raised the bar of imagination. And um, one thing that really stands out from her book was when she started in her own creative journey, she has, she always said to people and her friend and family that I promise to start my business, but I, I can't promise that, that it is successful. So that has sort of resonated with me. Who is considered successful to you and why? There are so, so, so many people out there and it's so difficult to capture just one person and label him or her successful. But for me, it's J.K. Rowling the author of Harry Potter Harry Potter books. As I was growing up, um, I have been a big fan of her work. She has changed lives of millions with her imagination. Um, she has created shelters for children to sort of go back and feel secure in her imaginary world. And I was one of those children that's always crept back and went back to seek shelter in her imaginary world. It has really helped me emotionally and uh, to feel secure. She has created security for many helpless, helpless people, children out there. Uh, one thing which she, during her, during her Harvard speech, she has said, which has always sort of um, resonated with me was, when you have been given more than you need, 
you have a mutual responsibility to give back to the people. What advice you remind yourself with and why? So this is something that I have always um, have always kept at my cabinet and I always visit when I sort of want to um, remind myself with a couple of things. Uh, my advice to myself is and will always be never forget the passion and conviction of when you first started out. Because when we start our own journeys, there is always a point where you sort of derail and you, or you, you lose track of your original goals. And it's always important that you're reminded uh, and you, that you remind yourself and you reconnect with your passion and conviction when you first started out. That innocence of when you're first starting out is, will, always be, will, will always serve as a compass to you in your journey. What helped you identify your purpose? There are so many answers to this question, but I think the main thing that comes to my mind right now is basically following your dreams and listening to yourself. Um, not listening to other people's opinion on, on terms of the process of how it should be and what it should be. Um, just listening to yourself and going forward with what you believe is right. I also believe that um, you know you, we cannot create we, we cannot create success if we follow other people's success formula. I, I feel we all have our own unique success formulas, and by only by listening to our own inner voice and our own inner ideas, we can create success formulas that can change the world. How thoughts, self-talk, and past experiences are shaping your perception? Do you revisit these thoughts in any category? There is a significant impact by past experiences, especially hardships and dead ends where you feel like you're stuck and then you start exploring ways to overcome those bitter experiences. So yes, I do revisit those thoughts quite frequently. Because I believe it's only when you're tested, you discover who you truly are. Our struggles determine our success. So for me, those visits is more of evaluations and what outcome um, or response was yielded. Hence the lesson learned here, which ultimately shapes my perception. What thoughts dominate your mind on life? For example, do you say to yourself, life is hard or life is easy? Surprisingly, I always find that, that life could be a little bit hard. And it's just when it's hard... It's, we, we ask ourselves the question in terms of how do we go forward with it. Um, that being said, uh, in my own personal journey, I always told myself, you know, what got me here is not enough to take me there. And then I always ask myself, is this it? Is this, you know, where my growth stops? And so for myself, I feel that, yes, life could be hard, but we all have the necessary tools to make it through. With what thoughts do you start an endeavor, job or task? I think that whenever you start any job or task or anything in life, you need to have a vision, some sort of imagination that would sort of be a compass and to point you to the, to, to point you to the way you should be going. And uh, that being said, I feel in my own personal journey, I've, I always have a very wild, unconventional imagination. And I always, well, there was one thing that I trusted in myself, it's, it's my imagination. It has got me this far. And I still, and I, I never lose faith in it. So I feel that, you know, um, when you have a wild imagination, it can, you could see yourself in your own journey uh, where the business or the movement or whatever that it, that it is that you're trying to do can achieve its highest recognition and glamour. And with that imagination, it will fuel your passion. Do you practice prayer, meditation, and or visualization that helps you in achieving goals? For example, do you have mental practices to plan and equip you for work, financials, and other significant areas in your life? I started 
recently meditating. Um, it's still something new to me. Um, I don't really see it yielding enough results at the moment uh, to formulate an answer. However, um, for me, sports and more specifically tennis has always been uh, a key factor in getting things done. Um, it has always, you know, when I was, uh, when I have a difficult day ahead of me, you know, um, I always, one day ahead, I I go for a tennis session. Um, or if, you know, I'm, I lost a battle, I always go back and sort of think 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 it through by playing tennis having I, by having a hitting partner obviously and you think it through on where things went wrong and how you should have fixed things so next time when you're facing the same challenges you know what to do so tennis has been some sort of my savior whenever i play tennis i feel at my fullest i feel i have the highest toolkits i have the highest methods tactics that sort of navigates my journey and uh, those tools serve, uh, sort of acts as a driving force and achieving my goals. So whatever I visualize any specific meeting, I visualize any specific goal as a as a field. And whatever ball that sort of gets to my court, it's my duty that I sort of pass them across in the most appropriate manner that sort of uh, fuels the growth of myself, uh, sort of helps dictate the growth in a certain direction and the vi- according to the vision that I have placed. What repeated tasks or steps you intentionally do as a ritual, routine, and method to cultivate focus, productivity, and goal manifestation? For me personally, better I one ritual that has always helped me no matter what was starting my morning drinking coffee and starting my mornings not in the office. I never start my mornings in the office. I always find mornings, uh, mornings are always about new beginnings, new chapters, right? And I find that it's quite... Um, constructing if I, you know, if I spend it in the office. So I always start the mornings somewhere out, somewhere in cafes, somewhere where I can grasp that freshness, somewhere where I can sort of, where it fuels, you know, it, it fuels me for the rest of my day. So yes, to answer you, I never start my mornings in the office ever. Do you have environmental cues to prime you for performance and productivity, such as having written statements or images to remind you into why you're doing certain things? Or it can be designing a place or going to a place that boosts your performance. Yes, I do. I do have um, state, written statements and that sort of always um, gets me back on track, you know, and always reminds me uh, the bigger goal, the bigger picture. I So the way I do things is I have a whole, a code catalog. It's like a catalog of the best statements that I gather as I read books. And, you know, they could be, Statement that I get from newspaper that could be statements that uh, that comes from a speech or just some um, main quotes that sort of uh, intrigues me and I capture them. That being said, you know I always, you know, driving from this quote catalog, I I have my main slogan, which is something I I always like to believe in, which is live through to yourself. And I do always feel that you know the surroundings always play a key figure in in having an impact on your growth. So whether it's home or business or anywhere. The surroundings take some sort of... Actually, the surroundings is the main contributing factor in setting the moods right. So, for example, if I want to read a financial report, I would go to a busy place. I wouldn't go to a quiet place. However, but if I want to write a report, I would go to a quiet place. That sort of... Those surroundings sort of dictate the process, dictate my sort of thinking in achieving a certain goal. What beliefs, habits, behaviors, and practices adopted recently improve your life greatly? 
Uh, I have a ritual where every Friday morning I read books uh, mainly focused on spirituality, uh, motivation, and boosting morale for the past couple of years. Um, so um, I started creating a quote book of all the quotes uh, I like uh, that I come across when I read those magnificent work of art. Um, surprisingly, this created a governance system within me, uh, more like uh, a code of conduct where I revisit to check um, if I'm still applying all those words of wisdom um, to my daily life or practice. Um, so on the very first note uh, on this uh, so-called code of conduct, I have written in, in capital letter, create a holy hour. And for me, it's those uh, Friday morning retreats where I immerse myself in those books has indeed created a holy hour in my lifestyle. So uh, this method has helped me stay on tracks and kept me driven to my purpose. When challenges, fears, and or failures hit, what steps are taken? That's a very good question. And I think my response usually varies depending on the challenge or obstacle ahead. But generally, when I encounter such strife, um, I take a break. Um, I disconnect, um, give time to myself and uh, attempt to overcome this obstacle. I always remind myself if, if I was failing at something, that failure isn't permanent, you know, or if I find difficulty in proceeding and feel like giving up, I ask myself, I mean, is, is this it for me? You know, I mean, am I happy where I am? Have I attained fulfillment? Is this the end of a chapter or beginning of a new one? There's a very famous Japanese saying, which uh, I have relied massively on in the past, which states, if the ocean current sinks, it will rise again. And by applying this formula to every problem, um, I always find myself closer to the solution. Um, so those type of questions create stability in my mindset. Uh, and boost me with confidence levels to overcome challenges ahead. What three concepts, beliefs, and habits and behaviors should others adopt? It can be a quote, an advice you go by, or habits that work greatly for you. Um, so the very first thing, and this is my motto, this is a sort of a slogan I, I keep everywhere, um, is to think magically. You know, you, you can create a difference by thinking like everybody else. And so if you really want to create a difference, you have to think magically. You know, I mean, this has applied and um, created great success to me personally. And so I always uh, inform people, I always tell them, think magically. Second uh, would be, um, your life is the manifestation of your dream. So for me, this is a very personal quote and um, it always sort of helps me whenever I'm stuck at anything. Because I have big dreams, right? And um, I always like to believe that my dream should not stop at any point. And so wherever I stuck, I always ask myself, I mean, is this the manifestation of my dream? Is there more or is this it? Um, there's a wonderful saying by Mahatma Gandhi, uh, be the change you want to see in the world. And so, you know, this being the driving force, you know, this sort of resonates with this uh, quote very much. Um, last but not least, um, again, this is uh, another quote by Helen Keller. She says, I'd rather be blind than have a sight with no vision. And just uh, capitalizing on this quote, I think, uh, which very much states for itself that, you know, it's very important that you outline your vision uh, before you start your journey. If fans would want to copy your footsteps, where should they start? I think they should start their own journey and not look at other people's journey as their starting point. Um, when you follow your own footsteps, um, your own creative methods, your own imagination, uh, you'd, you'd, you'd surprise yourself by how far you have reached. Uh, and ultimately, this is something I reiterate to everyone who asks for advice, mainly due to its importance when, when starting out. If we look at people who have made a difference in this world, 
We would find all of them made a difference by not following others' footsteps. They created their own path to their journey. So follow your dreams, not people. This is the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more.